What are you ashamed of? That's a big question, isn't it? Probably quite a few things. Whether it's thoughts or words or things you failed to do. There are many things we can be ashamed of. But what about the gospel of Christ? Have you ever been ashamed of the gospel of Christ? I think if you're honest, you probably have. When we bring the gospel into the world, there's often that sense of hesitation. We sense that it's not welcome. And therefore, we would tend to feel somewhat ashamed of it. In Romans chapter 1, we find Paul writing, the apostle writing to the saints, to the church, this great capital city. We find that he was eager to go there. See there in verse 9. For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit and the gospel of the Son, that without ceasing I make mention of you always in my prayers, making request, if by any means now at length I might have a prosperous journey by the will of God to come unto you, for long to see you, well, we can understand that, can't we? He wanted to see these people. He'd heard of them. he never met them. That I may impart unto you some spiritual gift. To the end you may be established. We can understand that. He wanted to give those Christian people a blessing. He wanted to receive a blessing through meeting with them. But you know, he says... In verse 15, as much as in me is, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also. He didn't just want to go and meet them to share some mutual blessings. He was ready. He had a passionate desire to go to Rome and preach the gospel. Think about it. Rome was the center of the empire. This vast cosmopolitan city. This center of idolatry. Of philosophy. Military might. And Paul was eager to go there. With the gospel. Rome in many respects had similarities with today. Our land has lost its Christian heritage. Philosophies and ideas abound. 
when we take the gospel to people around about, they're not interested. So much prosperity and might exists. But Paul was eager to go to Rome with the gospel. He says in verse 16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. When I read those words there, it struck me that there there are many reasons why this world tries to make us feel ashamed of the gospel. You see, when we bring the gospel into the world, verse 18 of Romans 1, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of man. When we bring the gospel, we are telling people they need saving. They need rescuing. That God judges. That God punishes. And that is a hard message for people to receive. Everybody looking at the world around knows that there are problems. So many wars. So many disputes. So much poverty. We have invented such amazing things that that can even destroy a whole city in a moment. Everybody agrees there are things wrong. The world is not perfect. But people do not like to be told that they are the problem. That they are sinners before God. Before their creator. And they need saving. They need changing. They need the new birth. Jesus said, Ye must be born again. And he said that to a religious man. This message is unpalatable. But more than that, even the disciples in Acts chapter 1 and the 6th verse said unto him, Just before he left them, in fact. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? You see, they were looking to improve society around them. They were looking to bring national glory. For an earthly kingdom. Their eyes were fixed 
upon earthly things. But Jesus had to tell them that actually they were here to be witnesses. Ye shall be witnesses unto me, he said. We're not here to try to transform society by getting the laws changed, by forcing everybody to have an outward sense of morality. We are here to witness for Christ. And when we do that, people find it hard. The natural man, what's his problem? He's blind. Can't see. The God of this world has blinded the eyes of them that believe not. And so we can expect difficulties when we bring the gospel message. And if we're not prepared for that, we don't understand all about it, it's very easy for us to feel a sense of being ashamed. But we must learn the lesson here. There's, there's a danger that we can fall into. And that is of wanting to be popular. What did Jesus say? Luke chapter 6 and the 26th verse. Woe unto you when all men shall speak well of you. For so did their fathers to the false prophets. If everybody or most people in the world think the church is doing a good job and welcome our message, that tells us rather strongly we've left something out. It's not that we're to to go about seeking to upset people, but we do have to warn them and tell them the good news. And to a lot of people, both the warning and the good news are unacceptable. That's not our responsibility. We are not to be men pleases. We are to seek to serve the Lord, to be his witnesses. Yes, our message is foolish. To those who are lost. But it is the power of God. Under salvation to everyone. That believeth. So we see there. That there are dangers of being ashamed of the gospel. We need to be prepared for that. But secondly. We have to remember that indeed the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. 
For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation. When Paul stated that negative, I'm not ashamed. He was, he was really bringing out how proud he was of the gospel. How confident he was in the gospel. The gospel is God's way of saving people. This is left unsaid so often. The gospel is God's good news. It's glad tidings. It's a matter for rejoicing. Especially amongst God's people. We are to be proud of the gospel because God is working. When we open our Bibles, what, what does the Bible start with? The Bible starts with, with God. What does the law start with? The law starts with, with God. What does the gospel start with? John chapter 3, verse 16. Such a well-known verse. For God so loved the world. The gospel starts with God. What God has done, what God has accomplished. God our creator. God our sustainer. God could have wiped us out. But he chose, he planned the way of salvation. Powerful way of rescuing people who were hopeless. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. All of us have broken God's law. All of us are under the wrath of God in ourselves. But God so loved the world that he gave, that he gave his only begotten son. How amazing is that? You hear that cry on the cross, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? We don't understand. But that fellowship, that intimacy was broken because he was made sin for his people. We so often fail to grasp the horror of sin. What did Isaiah say? Woe is me! Woe is me! When he saw something of the glory of the Lord in Isaiah chapter 6. Do we see something of the glory of the Lord? Do we have that sense of woe is me? But then, do we see the wondrous grace of God in Christ? His love. 
what Christ Jesus accomplished on the cross? Do we hear him cry out? It is finished. He paid it all. And this is God's powerful salvation. It's a, it's a message based on facts. And this is an important point. The gospel is not a way of living a better life. It's not some positive thoughts. It's not new habits. New Year's resolution. How to be nicer to people. That's law. We can't do it. The gospel is realizing that we can't do it. But seeing that the Lord Jesus Christ did do it. And did bear the burden of our sins for us. The gospel is about Jesus' birth, his sinless life, his teaching, his going to Jerusalem to die, being nailed to that cross. The gospel is those hours of darkness, his body laid in the tomb, but then... He is not here. He is risen. The gospel is facts. Historical facts. And this is why it matters. When people put on plays or musicals, TV programs, that portray or claim to portray portray something about the Lord Jesus Christ. But they leave things out and they put other things in. This is quite apart from the question as to whether they should be seeking to portray Christ. But they so often portray a false view of Christ. They take away the historical facts and truths about him. They put on a production with no resurrection. They're thrown out the gospel and teach hundreds of people error about the Lord Jesus Christ. This is why it matters. The gospel is about facts. We have four eyewitness accounts. This is how important it is. Slightly different perspectives, slightly different emphasis, but the same truths. The gospel is God's power unto salvation. It's the only way. Jesus said, didn't he? John chapter 14, verse 6. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. 
Jesus was not a good moral philosopher. People admire that sort of thing. He was not an example of how to speak the truth and endure suffering. Though he did that. People admire that. He was the son of God. Who came to suffer and to die. And rose again. He is the only way. Of salvation. And that's the message. Our world needs to hear today. The only message. That we have to bring to them. So we've seen. Something of the. The dangers of. Being ashamed of the gospel. We remember that the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. But our text is not complete. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. To the Jew first and also to the Greek. To everyone that believeth. That's not limited in any national sense. It's not about wealth. It's not about how good or how bad you are. To everyone that believeth. Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. We can go out confidently with this message to everyone. When the sower went forth to sow, he grabbed a handful of seed and scattered it all around. Scattered it all around. He scattered good seed. He left the increase up to God. It is our responsibility to call all types of people in all places to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And we can confidently tell them that if they do, they will be saved. We can be confident that our seed is good. We can be confident that faith cometh by hearing. If we go out with God's word, his truth, his gospel, there will be those who receive it with faith. God has promised. And he will honor his word. It is our duty and responsibility in the church to take his message to everyone. What about yourself as we meet here today? You've probably heard this message so often. Do you believe The Lord Jesus Christ began his ministry 
with the message, repent and believe the gospel. Repent and believe the glad tidings. I do hope and pray that you will take this personally. If you have any doubt, any uncertainty, call on the name of the Lord. Confess that you're a sinner. Ask him to forgive you. Through the finished work of Christ at Calvary. This is God's powerful gospel. We should be proud of it. We should spread it about. Sow the seed. Sow it widely and freely. The Lord does save. The power of God Unto salvation. To everyone that believeth. To everyone that believeth. Amen. Hymn number 526. For my sake... And the Gospels go and tell redemption's story. His herald's answer, be it so, and thine, Lord, all the glory. Five, two, six.